We not tell him about the murder. Huh? Well, Kimasabi, first I want to know just what Larry Elliott's connection is with the killing. You think him maybe not killer? From what I've heard, he's a spoiled young braggart who fancies himself a marksman. The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Now to continue our story. Early the next day, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode toward the Elliott Ranch. Dan had been left behind to make camp in a nearby ravine. There's the ranch now, Tonto. Ah, we find owner pearl handle pistol there, huh? I think so. Everyone we asked agreed that it belongs to Larry Elliott, the rancher's son. We not tell him about the murder. Huh? No, Kimasabi. First, I want to know just what Larry Elliott's connection is with the killing. You think him maybe not killer? From what I've heard, he's a spoiled young braggart who fancies himself a marksman. Unless it was an accident, I don't know what reason he'd have for killing the marshal. Mm, that's right. Horseman Tonto, heading this way. Oh, and them ride plenty fast. They're coming from the ranch. One of them may be Larry Elliott. Oh, Silver. Oh, 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 There's no need for guns. We're not outlaws. I'll be the judge of that, stranger. Why and where are you from? I'll ask you that same question. Oh, you're me, eh? Well, I'm calling your bluff. I'm Ben Elliott. Two hundred of my best steers to rustle off my ranch last night, and one of my waddies shot. And I think you and your Indian friend were among the polecats who did it. I see. I've got all my waddies out scouring the country for new brands. If you help to steal them steers, stranger, you ain't got a chance of selling them without my boys spotting them. Are the cattle driven south? Oh, we don't know which way they were driven. Are you Larry Elliott? I have... Well, what's it to you? Are you? Yes, I... 
reckon I am. I'm still waiting for you to clear yourself, stranger. Make it fast and make it good. I've told you already, Elliot. Toto and I are not outlaws. Ah. If that's the best you can do, you can tell it to the sheriff in jail. Take his guns, boy. I wouldn't try that. Hey, he's holding his guns. Got them irons out of leather faster than grease lightning. So you are one of them coyotes. Well, it'll take more of them six guns to get you free of this. I'm not accustomed to lying. Go, go on, you. You shot the gun out of my hand. You're coming with me, Larry. What? No, I... Take care of him, Toto. Uh, You come now. What do you want of my son? Information. If he's innocent, he won't be harmed. Innocent? Let me go. You're making a mistake. There's no mistake. Take the reins of his horse, Toto. Come on, he's heavy. You come. Get him up. Cut him up, scout. They're kidnapping Larry. They're taking my son. Come on, Silver. After him. Don't let him get away. Safe from discovery at his camp in the ravine, the Lone Ranger faced Larry, Larry Elliott with the pearl handle pistol he'd found beside the dead marshal. Finally, the youth confessed the truth. Well, it was an accident. I was aiming at the deer head over the door when the marshal entered. Oh, I must have had more to drink than I thought to make me shoot so wild. But instead of going to the sheriff for the truth, you chose to let those men blackmail you as the price for their silence. Silence? They meant to pin the killing on me when they made out that bill of sale. That's why I left the marshal out on the trail with my gun planted beside him. You invited that when you agreed to their scheme. Yes, I see that now. They double-crossed me every way they could. The bill of sale that I signed specified 20 steers, but they stole 200. It would be easy for them to change the paper the way they wanted it to be. But the stolen cattle isn't the worst thing caused by your act. You mean one of the guards was murdered? Ah. Poor Pop. Oh, if I'd have known that would happen... It's time you learned, Elliot, that mixing with the wrong kind of men is bound to lead to trouble. Golly, those two don't stop at anything. You said one of them is named Cork. Is the other one called Crowder? I don't know. No, I don't I don't remember it even being mentioned. You think them selling cattle to other ranchers? No, Tonto. To do that, they'd have to change the brands. It would be easier and more profitable to sell the steers south of the Rio Grande since they have a bill of sale. Gosh, what'll we do? First, make sure whether Elliot shot the marshal or not. I don't savvy. You mean... Where were Cork and Crowder standing when you fired two shots at the deer head? Why, behind me. Did you notice anything peculiar? Well, I seem to remember hearing three shots instead of just two. I thought it was just the echo. I see. No, you can't turn me into the sheriff, stranger. I'll, I'll swing for murder if you do. You think too much of your own safety, Elliot. Perhaps this experience will teach you to be a man. Oh, I know I've been a fool. All I want is another chance... I want to prove to Dad I can run the ranch whenever he wants me to. Perhaps you'll get that chance. You got a plan? Yes, Kimosabe. But we'll have to wait for nightfall to carry it out. Laramie's Gulch was dark and seemingly deserted late that night when the lone ranger and Tonto crept stealthily to the window of the back room of a cafe. Breaking the glass with their gun butts, they quietly let themselves in. Come on, Tonto. Their head ought to be hanging over that door. Mm. Light the lamp. Mm. Mm. Now we see. Yes. Bring it closer. 
sight. How you get up there to look for bullets? I think I can manage by standing on the bar. fired the first two shots at the deer. Then he fired the second pair. That accounts for the four bullets I found. Ah. Uh, still another shot kill Marshal, huh? Yes, Kimosabe. A shot fired under the cover of Larry's. He was framed for this murder. next day, two men sat at a table in the back room of the cafe. They were Crowder and Cork. Before them were arranged several small bags of gold received from the sale of the stolen cattle. Well, that winds up your share, Cook. Uh, what about them bags of yellow dust over there? That's what the boys got coming to them. Seems like a powerful lot for the amount of work they done. We risked a noose to get ours. I know. I don't hang out to give them that gold any more than you do. It'd be a bad judgment to get them down on us. Where do they aim to collect? Three Forks. Gang's waiting for me there. I'm kind of sorry it's over, Crowder. It's been a profitable partnership. (laughs) And not a suspicion pointing our way. (laughs) I don't know. I don't trust that kid too far. Larry? Oh, he can't tell anything he knows. If he does, he'll put his own neck in a noose. It's the same. Who's that? I don't know. Can't see. Get that gold out of sight quick. I'm not thinking I'm playing safe. If it's a law, we'll riddle him. Open the door. Oh, thought I'd find you two here. Why, it's Larry. Come in with your hands up, kid. After what happened to me the last time I was here, I stopped packing guns. You got nothing to fear from me. He's right, Crowder. I like your spirit, son. I thought you'd be sore after we rustled 200 head of your old man's steers instead of 20. I am sore. Not for the reason you think. What do you mean? Well, as long as you've made me as big a crook as you two are, I figure I'm entitled to as big a share of the cash. <laughs> do you hear that, Cork? Kid's got more nerve than I suspected. He's got too much nerve if he thinks he's going to cut himself in for a share of the gold. I like your ambition, Larry. But you're in a bad way to back it up. You ain't forgetting we can turn you into the sheriff for murdering the marshal, are you? I've got even more ambition, Crowder. And this time I've got something to back it up. I don't say. You got away with some prime beef when you stole those steers. But there's a lot you didn't get. What are you getting at, Larry? The old man wouldn't be looking for wrestlers to strike again in the same place. You mean you're inviting us to cut loose another herd from the old man's stack? Why not? I've gone this far. I might as well go the whole hog. We'd get top price for him below the border. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't be a fool, Cork. We could clean up. How do we know it ain't a trick? Larry can't double-cross us without betraying himself. He's in as deep as the rest of us. Well, I got a bill of sale here, all made out, Crowder. And this time, you won't have to change the number of cattle it specifies. I've already written in 500. 500? We can line our pockets with a gold cell and I heard the size of that. Hey, it ain't signed. No. Watching you two work has given me some pointers on how to do business. I figure not only to get my share when the steers are sold... But to sell you this bill of sale. Well, 
Sell it? Killed her in first, Larry. How much do you want for your signature? Five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of gold. Well, you can afford it. You've got plenty from that last haul you pulled. Cork, get the gold. I don't like it, Crowder. It may be get a... Get it. Uh, there's just uh, one more thing. Yeah, what's that? I happen to know that I didn't kill the marshal. What do you mean? We each took two shots at that deer's head, Crowder. All four bullets are embedded in it. You don't say. You killed the marshal, Crowder. You used my gunfire to cover the sound of your shot. Uh, here's the gold. All right, Larry. Just sign that bill of sale. You'll find pen and ink in the drawer. That's it. That's the ticket. All right, I'll take that paper. I'll take the cash. No, you won't. Hey, a gun. I'm paying you off in lead, Larry. What's the matter, Crowder? A minute ago... He knows we killed the Marshal Cork. I'm shutting his mouth for keeps. Yeah. Then we'll rustle him on the steers. Dirty double-crossers. That's your last breath, Larry. Oh, my arm. Tell your men, Sheriff. You heard them confess. You're darn tootin' I did. I'm fixing them both for a hang No, it's a lie. Larry's the one who drilled the marshal. Yes, sniveling skunk. We heard you two admit the murder through that broken pane in the window. I'd like to string you up myself for the mess you got my son into. Your son isn't blameless, Pitt. I think he's learned his lesson. And you can depend on that, stranger. You can round up the rest of the gang at three forts, Sheriff. I'll start after him with a posse as soon as I lock these two in the jail. Uh, reckon you and me better be getting back to the ranch, Larry. You've got a man-sized job waiting. If you're going to step into my shoes. I'm ready when you are, Dad. Oh, and don't forget to take this gold. It belongs to you since it was paid for your cattle. Stranger, I don't know how to thank you for all that... Huh? Why, where's the masked man? But there, he's riding away. Well, I'll be doggone. Look at that white horse run. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. See, you ain't pulled down that wire yet. I'm not going to pull it down. Listen, Sud Buster, I'm giving you one more day to pull down that wire, understand? Very Creek is legally mine. The wire stays. We'll see about that. There's a tough winter ahead, King. I've got a wife and a baby to feed. I'll earn enough money to feed them, and you can't stop me. A nester like you ain't big enough around the middle to bluff me, so don't try it. I'm not trying to bluff anybody. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.